Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and what the doctors have decided is the new name for when your foot falls asleep. <laughs> Comatose. Comatose. When you're oh, wow. Comatose. <laughs> which which joke we, website did you get we, that off of? Can we start Somebody over? texted it to me last night. Oh, my gosh. Her name's was this Was this person nine? No. That sounds like a joke my nine-year-old. She is, she is of legal age. Okay. Um, her name's Misty, so thanks, Misty. Thanks, Misty. Thank you, Misty. Uh, we're going to do a roll call. So, Brad, are you here? I am present. Matt, are you here? I'm <coughs> present. Still coughing. After yeah. two weeks. It's a lot of fun. It's been an enjoyable two weeks. Michael, are you here? Present. <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, let's let's go into what's like your... a dream that'll never end. Uh, no. It's like a bad dream that you just can't wake <laughs> up from. Uh, okay. Um, what what are you what are you drinking, Matt? Uh, I'm actually drinking the same thing Brad's drinking. Uh, the Taxman Brewing Company in Burgersville, Indiana. Uh, their default is it a double? Uh, it's is a it... beer to guard. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should it's probably let job. Brad talk about the drink that he's he selected. <laughs> Brad, what do you have to say about your beer? Uh, it's delicious. So, uh, if you have any way to get Taxman Brewing Company beers, get them. Uh, they are local-ish to here. Uh, brewed within about 20 minutes of where we're sitting right now. Um, they make Belgian-style beers, and they do them exceptionally well. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, this is a beer to guard, which is it's actually a seasonal beer of theirs from the floor of the fall and winter. From the what? Default. The fall and winter? It's a fall and winter seasonal oh. beer of theirs, and it's delicious. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you brought a local beer. Yes. I went up to you because I, yes, I brought one from, from this county. Yeah, here. insanely so local, it's, like it's, 10 minutes down yeah, the road. Seriously. Um, well, I thought, like, I need, I've been meaning to just go and buy beer, and um, I only thought think about buying beer on Sundays, where in Indiana... But you can't get it on Sundays. You can't buy yeah. beer anywhere in, in Indiana except for breweries or mm-hmm. wineries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because of Jesus. Because Jesus doesn't want you to drink on Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but my beer is from Cedar Creek Brew Company. Um, it's here in lovely Morgan County. It's the first um, brewing, well, the first winery in Morgan County. I don't know if they're the first brewery because there's. Yeah, they might be. might be actually. Yeah, Them or be. the what's the three pints? Is the other one here in town? They're out. Of, they went out of business. But then they got bought. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a long uh, story. It's a long story. This part should have been edited out. Sorry, we we apologize for not editing this out. Anyway, uh, it's it's a porter from Cedar Creek Brew Company. Um, It's a giant, giant bottle. Um, I feel ridiculous uh, holding it. And uh, And now this week, and Michael reads the label. Uh, make sure you visit their tap room located uh, east of Martinsville. Um, yeah, that's, that's such a ridiculous segment. It yes, it's so good though. You should, yeah, you should it definitely. Is very, definitely they, they, very good their beer. wines are exceptionally good, and they just opened their brewery what last year. Yeah, this past year. Yeah. Is, and they're they're getting good. better at what they do. Yeah, it's literally like less than a mile from my parents' house. Yeah. So whenever I visit my parents, yeah. I don't ever go there because then my parents will know because my mom has me on find a friend. <laughs> Hi Donna. Hi. Um, okay, so I'm kidding. I do. I do actually go there. Um, uh, yeah. So also, we're gonna talk about what we're eating. Brad finally finally showed up with his uh, with his Go Cube. Yeah, from episode two, uh, the coffee cubes that are billed as uh, a what they say revolutionizing coffee. 
Uh, that is a vast overstatement, and you will realize that once you taste one of these. Did you already eat yours? I've had. I'm not going to eat one now, but I've had. I've had a couple of. I'm them. just looking at Matt. Matt's just like yeah. So Matt just uh, dug in. Matt's a very picky eater too. What that's do you awful. think? That's it's awful. It's it's a revolution in your mouth. What are you talking about? Awful. That's oh. a that's a coffee revolution right there. Oh oh man, that's bad. <laughs> it is bad. Wow. Doesn't oh. it get worse the more you yeah. do it? They're terrible. Don't waste your money. So I just <laughs> had a bite. The aftertaste is even worse than the yeah. aftertaste. It's like it's almost a, like jelly flavored, co- like Jello flavored it, coffee. Yes. It, it, okay, so these have the texture of. Oh. The little orange slice candies? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, the texture. No, wait, 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 wait. Don't, let's not insult those orange slice candies. No, I said the texture. No, no, no. I didn't say they... No, they're not even... It's not even that bad. Like It's a it's, little softer than those. It feels like what you would... Michael's still eating his for those. It feels like what you would... Like the texture of like chewing on somebody's thigh. Like that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> well, I like. mean, when I do that, I guess I would agree with that. Yeah. Man, that's awful. It's pretty It, does, it tastes like, like, like in your memory as a child, like the taste of awful like medicines that doctor gave you. Yeah, they're pretty oh, gross. Gosh. Like that's yeah, what it tastes like. That's what the aftertaste is. Man, so that's, that's horrific. Go Cubes, do not buy them. We'll that not, is a review. Do not, we so, do not endorse for, those. How much coffee was in that? Uh, it's a half cup for one cube. So, oh man! Yeah, I'm gonna be fighting back that aftertaste for a while. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Good thing yeah. I have Cedar Creek Brew <laughs> Company Porter. <laughs> we're not sponsored by them, but if we were, <laughs> their beer is delicious. Yeah. So the Go Cubes, uh, two out of ten, would not buy again. Yes. So yeah, don't waste your time. So now we're gonna dive into the news feed, um, where we talk about, you know, things. That are in, in your in your proverbial news feed. So Facebook, grammar, Twitter. <laughs> Our language is good here. Yeah. So I've I've been listening to the podcast back, and I realize a lot of times I say things, and I never finish my sentence. Yeah, I just you keep do. Going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I apologize in advance for that, guys. It's okay. So, uh, who wants to go first? It's uh, I'll go. It's a podcast. I'm guessing. There's okay. There's so I don't know. Did anybody? Did you guys see this week the? Uh, horse that has a tailored three-piece tweed suit. Is Dude, that what that's the exact ah, same story I yes. had? Are you kidding me? I wonder yes. where Are that would happen. freaking kidding me? Uh, okay, so we don't go over these ahead of time just uh, potentially to see right, if this I've got happen. I'm good. I've had backups. Wait, so Matt, I can't believe you found that because that picture is fantastic. It is. You drink so, the same beer. You have the same when we, when we post this picture, if you haven't <laughs> seen this, it is absolutely <laughs> magnificent. So a horse in England uh, because of course it was in England. Uh, the, his owners commissioned a three-piece tweed suit, and I mean, we're talking. It has a vest, pants, uh, shirt and tie, as well as the uh, English hat. What do they call those? Uh, I've got one, and I can't. I don't even know what they're called. I, I can't. Know. Think. It looks like something you'd wear if you were selling papers in the 1920s. I'm gonna oh, say like a newsy cap. Like a newsy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. So. Anyway, so, I mean, it is absolutely magnificent. So, I, I don't know what they did this for to commemorate uh, the Cheltenham Festival, which is a horse racing festival in England. Um, it, it There's a thing that says a design team spent four weeks making the suit for this horse. Four weeks to make a tweed suit for a horse. So, so they it like is 50-some feet of, of tweed material. Yeah, it's absolutely the, amazing. The picture is it just... <laughs> when I saw the picture, I... I I literally LOL. Yeah. Like it was like <laughs> a. Lulled. Yeah, I lolled. It was. 
Yeah, it, it's it's I, magnificent. I ruffled. Yeah, so that's that's mine for the week. Wait for the pictures to come up mm-hmm. uh, tonight because they're just glorious. Yeah. So if you can imagine any other animal besides a horse, see, I had that thought today. Too. See, we're like we're really insane because I had that thought. What like, animal? Like a dog, I even right. I mean, I'm pretty sure I even googled like animals wearing suits. I'm pretty sure. Just to see what, <laughs> well, what, what came up? Well, there was a koala in a like a Hawaiian tea, Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> and that was awesome. Nice. There was a. Uh, There's just something so funny about seeing like a a gigantic. <laughs> Like two thousand pound horse <laughs> wearing a a magnificently fitting suit. <laughs> like he looks so dapper. It's utterly it's, it's utterly ridiculous and hilarious. At yeah. The same time. So I'm okay with like big animals, but like little dogs with their little sweatshirts that drives me crazy. You don't like that? I don't know. Dogs and sweaters, no, not your thing. Nope. Um, but I'd like to see a polar bear in like a suit. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, you know, never, eighteen you know. people died in the making of this suit while trying to put it on the bed. The measuring of this suit. Yeah. Oh gosh! All right, um, you have something in the. In I've the, got. I always have two or three backups. All right, so. go for it. So, did you see the story about the guy who got in a high-speed police chase, and he was driving seventy-five and a fifty-five? This is in Florida, of course, because everything happens like that's in Florida. He had to um, get meth, right? No. <laughs> I said the twenty-four-year-old allegedly said he's rushing. He was rushing. <laughs> Dang it. <coughs> My apologies. Uh, the 24-year-old allegedly said he was rushing to get home because he had to go number two. Oh, uh, he crapped in the back of the car. Dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you ruining my story? I heard this the other so, day. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, supposedly he had weed and he was like chucking the weed out the car. I guess they never found it, which I don't know how you don't find a bag of weed. Maybe I just... Well, I mean, if you're going 75 miles guess, an hour, that yeah. can go anywhere, I guess. Says so the item was never... Allegedly. He threw some, allegedly threw something out the car window. <laughs> item was never located. So... When he got home, he attempted to go inside. The officer was close behind. He fired a taser, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Does that make you lose control of your functions? I, I don't know. I like, guess it's, I thought it was supposed to, but maybe not. Um, said he refused to follow officers' commands before being subdued. Went en route to Lake County Jail. He allegedly pooped and urinated on himself in the patrol car. <laughs> A spokesman, the, in the cop car. a spokesman for the Lake County Sheriff's Department said the damage was mostly in man hours dedicated to cleaning the car. Oh, <laughs> like somewhere that went to a rook. That went to a rook. That went to a rook. Hey, rook. I got guy. a job for you. Oh, it. that's terrible. Yeah. It sounds like something out of Super Troopers. It, like, it's it exactly absolutely what does. It sounds yeah, like. It Super so this guy's going to go to jail and he's going to get a resisting arrest offense mm-hmm. simply because he had to take a crap. Yeah. That's magnificent. Because he dropped a deuce in the backup cop car. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure cops have had, like, I mean, I'm sure that happens like, probably uh, more puke. than I'm guessing puke. I'm guessing I bet puke they were just lot, pleased, though. But, like, somebody dropping a deuce and peeing in the back of your car, like... That's pretty bad. That's pretty well, bad. Well, a lot of cop cars, the back isn't fabric. It's, like, yeah. a pla- it's basically plastic. Like, the whole back Well, is here's plastic. the thing, like, like I have two cars. friends who are cops, and one of them's a canine, so he's got a big SUV. His kid's riding the back seat. Yeah. Oh. Like, so... I don't know how much transporting he does with prisoners because he doesn't have a cage. Right. Oh, it's just so an he open. Doesn't do a lot of. And I don't think my other friend does either. I think they're both sort of one's like a crossover, one's an actual SUV. I don't think either of them have cages in them, so I don't know how much transporting they do in those. But his kids right in there too, and I've ridden that stupid thing. So like, does it smell like crap? <laughs> no, it doesn't no. smell. No, no. But yeah, I mean, I just, I, I you kind of wonder how often that kind of stuff. Yeah. Happens. That's so. pretty disgusting. Yeah. Yikes. Thank you to our police officers for putting yeah, up with... Yeah, seriously. Uh, thank you for your service. For your yeah. service, putting up with various bodily functions. And yeah. you thought you were here just to serve and protect. <laughs> You're there also to clean. Yep. Yes. All right, Michael, what do you right. have? 
So I have built this up amongst us a little bit. So um, you got to deliver. I that. definitely am testing the limits. So I often wonder, like, how far can I go on this thing before it gets deemed explicit? Yeah. No, well, how how far <laughs> can can I take this before it's like, oh gosh, we got to edit that out? So we're gonna if this doesn't get edited out, like. Great. Do they edit stuff out for you? Do they? No, I have to edit it oh, out. Oh, okay. Like, you guys would have to basically tell me edit that out because it's terrible. Right. Um, You're the one that actually has the actual moral compass. We do not. So okay. That's so probably not gonna th- this article is from the mirror, uh, .co.uk. Um, Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, you're welcome. That was very helpful. Uh, it is entitled, The 13 Strangest Funerals Where the Corpse Attended Their Own Ceremony Not in a Coffin. Oh, okay. Okay, I've heard of this. Okay, yeah, so why would we have it, to edit it, this? Well, it's just morbid. Well, yeah, it's well, morbid. I'm going to show you some pictures, like and you're going to think, oh, oh gosh, I've seen pictures terrible. of this stuff before. Is it uh, Puerto Rico that they do this a lot? Uh, yep, they embalm them yeah. and sit them up in a chair in Puerto Rico so a lot. Oh, it is. Man. so weird. Like, um, can you imagine? I would walk right back out of the funeral home. Yeah, so... Um, um, it goes through 13 different people. I'm just going to do some highlights. So the first one is is Jesus Tiaz Beto. I don't know. It sounds like a rapper. I'm not sure if he's real or not. I'm guessing it's Jesus. That's um, probably Jesus. But Beto? Man, that doesn't sound real. Um, anyway, so <laughs> he's just chilling with his glasses. Oh, oh my gosh. He actually yeah. looks like he's alive. He looks alive. Um, so that's that's the Ooh, first one. Boy, that's yeah, make the hair on the back of my neck yeah, that's, yeah, so that's why I'm creepy. saying like it is creepy as all get out. Um, so people just think that they they, they want to remember. My understanding is it's it's either families who want to remember people how they were sure, normally, yeah. or people who want to be remembered that way. So let's just go to the next one. I want it's, to be fired um, into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> you almost were. Um, Miriam Burbank. Um, she is she's at a table, um, positioned with a with a beer, whiskey, um, cigarettes nearby, and her her fingernails are painted the colors of her favorite football team uh, in uh, who are in service for New Orleans. So there's that oh, picture, man, dude. It's what terrible. in the world? She's just sitting at her t- kitchen table. It looks like. Oh, it's, it's so weird. It's the weirdest I, it's thing It's like ever. you put them in like a window of like a Macy's. Like, yeah, that's real. And I weird. love that your faces. I wish we could we could um, show this. <laughs> yeah, this we're is, gonna have to put like a. Uh, do we need to get Periscope? We need to get Periscope. Oh my gosh, we might have to start Periscope. What's the what is what do you call this? When Fines. No, when you want somebody to like. If a trigger warning. We got to put a trigger warning on this. Like we, <laughs> a trigger. Warning? Yeah. When, when we post it, put warning. a trigger warning on yes. it. Yes. Warning. Trigger Open. warning. Super super creepy. Like if oh. you're not into like dead people and seeing dead people, you definitely aren't going to want to click this. Okay. So the next one is um, Lionel Battisti. He is in New Orleans. Um, he was a jazz musician. This um, doesn't shock me. This is happening in New Orleans. No. And he did not want people looking down on him. So at his service, he's standing up, leaning on a lamppost, uh, hands on his oh, cane, oh, and his hat tipped rakishly to one side. He doesn't have him standing oh, in the picture. Dude, but he is world? just chilling. Okay, so here's a here's a legitimate question. How do they keep him standing up? They have to put like you've got to put bars or something inside or something like tie him to a pole. Like it would have to be like a you'd have to do like a mannequin sort of thing, right? Where they basically like I understand that like morticians need to make money, but like is there a point where a mortician would just go? There is no friggin' way, yeah, that I am doing that. If you want that, you need to go somewhere else. Um, 
So, yeah, super creepy. Um, and it's at this point where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm looking at pictures of dead people. Yeah. Like, these right. people are dead. These yeah. Are, yeah. That's creepy. Um, I got creeped out by looking at Michael Jackson dead. This is... Where did you see Michael Jackson? Yeah, there's pictures on the internet. Really? Uh, Why are you looking up Michael Jackson death pictures on the internet? No, no, no. So, we so next, 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 next week, this. Next week no. we're going into Michael's Google search this history. Is a, this is a legitimate question. Why in the world... You just go through those rabbit holes of like, you know, you click no, on this. No, 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 no. You click on this, this <laughs> article. Ra- what rabbit hole? What? Where does that start that it ends up in dead know. pictures of Michael Jackson? Next time I'll, I, I see it, I'll tell you about it. But it's like multiple pictures of um, famous dead people. Like Tupac, you can see him dead. No, um, Tupac's still alive. Well, I mean, <laughs> what everyone, was, knows everyone knows this. He's living before with they Elvis. brought him back to life. He's living with Elvis somewhere. Um, Planning his comeback. So this is Will, Willie Stokes Jr. buried in his own uh, mini Cadillac Seville. Uh, oh, that is so that's weird. Awful. He's just sitting up I mean, at least in that when he's sort of in a, a Halfway coffin. Halfway like, uh, Yeah. Like, I mean, funerals are like... They're weird anyway. They're weird enough. Like, I want to like, be cremated simply because I don't want people staring at me. Like, I just think it's oh, weird man. and... I don't know. You know, they never, you never look. But it's right. like it's like they're there, but they're not there. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, I've buried a good friend, and I buried my father-in-law. Like, both of those, like, like you know them so well. It's like, man, that is not. No, it's not. That's there. not the person. Right, that's right, not right. him. I mean, it's just a shell. It is a shell. Yeah. Oh, so gross. All right, can we move on from this? Uh, no, I got, I got a couple more. Really? Yes, I'm sorry. So, Angel, <coughs> Angel, Pet, Oja, Medina. On yeah, probably. Um, probably he was shot yeah. dead in 2008, thrown over a bridge in his underwear, and forever is now for, forever remembered as. Uh, it's got some Spanish name here, but I'm gonna go with dead man standing, and it is the most awkward one of somebody standing. What in what the world is going on? It literally, I I can't even describe. It's mannequins. It, it looks, looks like mannequins. he's laying down, standing up. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any yeah. sense, but. Oh, that's really. We got David Morales on his on his uh, crouch, on his crotch on rocket. His rocket. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. That All right, so number is that number eight or nine? Uh, that's number eight. Okay, number eight. When we post this, that is the best one of the bunch. It has to be. Yeah, that's um, incredible. He loved. Uh, Just scroll loved, through. Scroll through. Uh, and then we got uh, Edgardo Velasquez. Oh, what? He was in a paramedic, and so he's buried in the front. He's literally sitting in the front seat of an he, ambulance. He, he wanted people to see with his him. arm up. Like on the window. In a funeral uh, in the ambulance, in the front of the ambulance. Um, No picture there. Carlos. This guy's like in the lotus position. This this is Carlos Cabrera. Carlos Cabrera is sitting crisscross applesauce. He's got a cigar (laughs) in his hand, too. (laughs) With his head back. What is going on? Um, This guy, Christopher (laughs) Rivera Amora, he's in a box. I feel really Uh, bad laughing at these, but that is insane. Yeah, he's he's in a in a uh, looks like a makeshift like boxing boxing ring, ring. and he's he's, standing up in the corner. He's standing in the corner, and it's like a so there's like like, there's got to be a way that they're keeping them standing, right? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some sort of rod or body stand. Right, a rod or something. There has to be like yeah. a plate behind him or something. Wow. Yeah. So that's 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 my the crotch rocket's the winner. That's amazing. <laughs> the guy sitting on his crotch rocket motorcycle is about the best thing. All ever. right. So I apologize for this being as creepy as it is, <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to apologize for the next question. Oh gosh. How if you, you, I, I knew this was if coming. If you had to do ten this. minutes ago, I knew this was coming. Where, how would you like? If to you be, had to be 
They, you like be, you had to be presented funeral, like this. You had to be not in your coffin and not in a in a in a ashtray or whatever the canister. Of, what do you call those things? Urn, not an urn. How would you like your body to be presented? What do you want to be known? Like when you die, like how would you want your family to remember you, your friends? I would. Say, I would want to go as creepy as possible. Like, so <laughs> I'm thinking like dress me up as a clown. <laughs> fix my face and a smile and have me just holding like a giant balloon arrangement like just as creep like I want people to walk in and be like oh hell no like there's no like I'm out I'm out <laughs> that, like, just, and then have just like you know boop, 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 like that kind of music playing when they come in like just make it as weird right yeah dress me up as a clown Fix my face into this creepy Joker-like smile, and then put balloons in my hand. That—that's the way I would want to be presented. Matt, man, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to answer that that kind of thing. Um, I really don't know. Like I don't know how you top the clown. I mean, it had to be something weird. Like I would well, have I mean, to it's do kind some, of weird in itself. It's but. weird in itself, but I mean, like super, like over the top weird. Like not just riding a motorcycle weird or in an ambulance weird, but like super weird. How about sitting on top of a keg. Yeah, maybe with like a like a clutch glass, like full of like beer in yeah. one hand. Yeah, like that might be waiting. Or, or, or no, 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 no. So you're sitting on no, a no, 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 no. So you're sitting on a keg, and your hand is on top of the pump, and to get beer out, they have to push. You <laughs> <your hand down>. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, that or something more like. Yeah, I've got the beer kind of tossed like halfway back, and I'm kind of like almost falling off of the keg because I'm, you know, totally shammered or whatever. I think that'd be a way to go too. I like the hand pump though. That'd yeah, be, the hand yeah. pump. Because if, if anybody yeah. wants a beer, they have to touch so it. So somebody pumps it way too hard, and your hand <laughs> it rips off, off the wrist. Like it's all bit like, yeah. like a ninety, like a yeah. hundred, like an eighty. What do you want me to do with this hand? <laughs> yeah, my kids uh, are like, I broke Uncle's hand off. <laughs> Can I keep his ring? <laughs> Oh gosh, this is the most warped. So that's been Unglorious Pastors Podcast for the (laughs) week. We'd like to thank you for joining. (laughs) Oh gosh, Uh, I would say I want to be a Jedi man. I want to be like I want to be fighting Yoda or something. Like you want to be a Sith? No, I just want to like we were. We put a T-shirt on it that says "Steaming Pile of Sith." (laughs) That's probably gonna happen anyway (laughs) when you die. (laughs) No, they may dress you in a suit, but there will be a shirt laid over the top of you. I was thinking either that or like. Doing like a model pose, like with me, like laying down on my side. Just, and oh, underwear. yeah, with your, just my shit, your hand on your chin. Yeah. That's so like gross. A, like a model pose from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to transition out of this, Can guys. Yeah. There I'm a little scared. No, there's, there's no way to transition no, out of this. Just go. Just um, do it. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> Are we really going to do F-U-F-I now? Oh how gosh. is that possible? I don't know how. Um, we're going to... Now we're going to transition into FUFI. <laughs> I apologize because I'm going to get some cough drops. I am dying. I, I My voice sounds weird. It's because um, I've got bronchitis. So, yay. Yeah. Um, now we're going to transition into FUFI. Further up, further in, for those of you listening at home. For the lay person. For, for, for whoever is still listening to us after <laughs> that horrible. Pretty sure piece. we just lost most of our uh, base at that point. Um, <clears throat> we're going to go... Um, this week we're going to talk about sinning like Jesus. So, Spoiler what does that mean? Alert. Spoiler! I don't. I mean, that's what it, I well, mean. Now that the Michael title's going to be Michael called. Let that. the cat out of the bag. Okay, Sorry. so I had this thought a while back. Um, 
This is Brad, by the way. Hi. Uh, I had this thought a while back about, you know, we the whole narrative in Christianity is that Jesus sinless, he was sinless, they killed a sinless man. And we've sort of built our entire, I would say that most of the theology and most of the thought around Jesus sort of stems from the fact that he was sinless. But I was thinking about it, and I was like, really, in the day and age when he lived, he wasn't. No. Like, he was killed for very specific reasons, and he was killed for his sins. So, there's a number of instances uh, in the in the Gospels. I'm just going to pick out a, two or three of them um, and kind of go through them, uh, where he clearly broke the law. Um, in, the day, in that day and age that you had the Torah, okay, which is what we know as Genesis through Deuteronomy. It's the Torah, the book five, the books of the law. Um, in those, there are 613 commandments, written commandments. So Jesus never broke any of those. Okay, so like Jesus, in, when we talk about him being sinless, Jesus didn't break any of the laws of the Torah that we know of. Um, it, we certainly in the written record have no record of him breaking any of the actual laws. However, in the eyes of the religious leaders of the day, he totally broke the laws. Uh, because you had the written law, uh, or the written Torah, and then you had the oral law. So with those 613 commandments, you had like thousands of, of oral laws that were built around those. So I'm going to use the, the ones that we're going to look at. The ones we're going to look at are basically the Sabbath. The Sabbath was one that Jesus continually broke. Well, and to explain the, I mean, just to further explain the oral law, it was sort of used as a hedge around the written. Right. So the way of saying, break here, it. So here are the limits to, this is what this means. Right. Here are the limits to that command. So for instance, Sabbath. Okay. So you couldn't work on the Sabbath. That was directly breaking the written law. Um, can't buy beer on the Sabbath either. That's right. See, Indiana, man, we're a we're a Ten Commandments state that hates poor people um, and homosexuals. So we we love homosexuals. Indiana just doesn't. Right. <clears throat> um, well, I totally for, just. Thanks got, for clarifying. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Uh, edit, editor's note. Um, editor's note. So, you know, the Sabbath had you can't you know that all it said is you can't work on the Sabbath. Okay, that was the written law. However, so then you had hundreds of laws of oral laws around that saying that would define try to define what is what's classified as work so you could walk a certain amount of steps but if you walked one more step past you know from your house then it was considered work and you were breaking the law are you gonna have somebody carry you home right so there was actually laws about uh if your animal falls in a pit, is it legal to tr- get the on the Sabbath? Is it legal to get your animal out of the pit? There's just, I mean, there's just so many crazy laws, and it, I think they were originally intended as, like Matt said, as a hedge of protection around the law, meaning so that you don't break this. Sounds then like we will, fundamentalism. It is, it is, and you'll yeah. see what Jesus thinks of their fundamentalism in these instances. So, just kind of jumping into it, here's here's one. Um, in Mark chapter three, it says Brad bought a Bible. Today. I did. I brought a Bible. I'm a good Christian. Yeah, <laughs> like Donald Trump. What do we do? I'm a good Christian, like Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. sword yeah. check. Yeah, is it sword? Is sword, 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 sword drill. Sword, sword drill. drill. Yeah. Sword drill. Yeah. Can I hold it up and then chant that thing that Joel Osteen makes his people chant when they hold their Bible? I can't remember what it is, but oh, anyway. Um, Let's not ever bring him up again. Oh, it's we're going to bring him up at some point. It's, it's going to be at the end of the podcast. He's yeah. going to be fired up to this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, Mark, Mark 3, it says this. Another time Jesus went into the synagogue and a man with a shriveled hand was there. 
Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. So here we go. Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, Stand up in front of everyone. Then Jesus asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. So we can say uh, Jesus did not break the written Torah. He did not break the written law uh, in this instance in his interpretation of it. Yeah. But he wasn't the one in charge, and his interpretation meant nothing in that day. So to the religious leaders, this is just a check mark they can put beside him. He just healed a guy on the Sabbath. And Jesus absolutely could not give a crap. He, I mean, he looks around, he's just like, and he, he lays that question on him, which is lawful on the Sabbath, do good or evil to save life or to kill? And it says they remained silent. They knew. Like, they had no answer, and they knew it. And Jesus says, in, in anger, says to the man, stand up and stretch out your hand. And he does, and it's healed. He gives so, them a proverbial middle finger. He, oh, it's, oh absolutely. absolutely. Like, absolutely. And so, I mean, there are instance after instance after instance after instance in the Gospels of Jesus doing this to uh, breaking religious oral law over and over and over again um, and breaking Roman law by, in their minds, raising an insurrection, which he was. It was an insurrection of love, but that didn't make any difference to them. Uh, because in their in their mind, he was raising up an army that was going to destroy the empire. And he kind of did um, in a nonviolent way. So he broke the law. He sinned. In their eyes, he sinned. In their in eyes, the that's Bible, all that that's mattered. In the Bible, Brad? Yes, it's in the Bible, Michael. Yeah. So that's just one instance. I mean, <laughs> right before that, you actually get. Right before that, you actually get. Um, uh, Jesus picking grain on the Sabbath. His disciples are walking through the fields and they're hungry. And so they start picking some heads of grain to eat them. And the Pharisees are like, why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Why are you sinning on the Sabbath? Is essentially what they say to him. He does what he wants. He's a gangster thug. And he says the Sabbath was made for people. That's absolutely right. He's, he's he was the original OG. He's Warren G. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Sabbath was made for people, not people for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even to the Sabbath. I mean, that is just, like, that is the biggest middle finger to their authority that you could it's, possibly It's literally a theological way of saying suck it. It is. I mean, it really is. Like, he's I'm going like, to pick rain. Suck it. I couldn't give a crap what you think. We're not doing anything wrong. We're hungry. When you're hungry, you eat. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what you say. This man needs help. He needs his hand healed. I don't care what day of the week it is. I'm going to do it. In their eyes, that was sin. It was sin. Well, and a couple of the, I mean, you may have this instance too, and you've already stolen something from me, so I'm going to steal something from you. Go for it. You know, the instance where he heals, there's a couple times where he heals Roman. Oh, yeah. The, the Roman centurion's daughter, uh, the Roman centurion's, there's a Roman's uh, servant. His servant. I mean, that, I mean, that's a Gentile. Like, he, he yeah. says, I came for the people of Israel. That's a Gentile. And that is as Gentile as you can be well, as speaking, a Roman. I mean, that, that yeah. was the enemy. I mean, he absolutely healed an enemy's. Daughter, and in another case, an enemy servant. I mean, that it doesn't get any more sin than that to 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 take the enemy and and say, "Oh, I'm going to take care of them the same way I'm taking care of you people." Yeah, my people. Yeah. 
I know there's no parallels for that kind of thing today at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What would you What would you equate it to in like a modern day society? What would that be? Somebody from ISIS. So us going and taking care of sure. it's terrorism. I mean, the Roman the Romans were terrorists. Yeah. I mean, they absolutely it was a terrorist. Was a it, it was state terrorism yeah. because if if you if they walked into your town and there was any kind of insurrection, any kind of dissident behavior. They stuck you on a cross and put you on the side of the you road. You and your family. You and your family yeah. and your family's family and your friends Probably and your neighbors. Your wife. And they, literally, yeah, I mean, they was, literally would line the roads with crosses. They would just line the roads with crosses. That's state that's state sponsored terrorism. Yeah. So I mean the, the modern equivalent is any kind of terrorist organization and Jesus comes along and heals one of their kids. Or heals yeah, one of their it's, servants. It's I mean like crazy. Like yeah. that's the equivalent. And, and super subversive. It's super subversive and it pisses people off to no end. Yep. But that when he talks about loving your enemies, that's what well, he's freaking talking about. He even pissed about. off one of his disciples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Judas was constantly like, can we kill these guys now? And he's like, no. Yeah. No, we're not going to do that. This is not about that. It's about love. We're not doing violence. We're doing love and yeah. forgiveness and grace. And, um, and, so and he, even ta- he even tells one of the, in one of those instances, he even tells him, I haven't found faith in all of Israel like this guy. Yeah. Like, Which is a massive middle finger. I mean, just wild. like, <laughs> screw you guys. Like, this guy, this guy gets it. Yeah. I mean, because I think the guy just says to him, he says... Look, if you don't even have to go see him, just just say the word and my servant will be healed. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right. it's good. And he goes back and they found out it was the same time he said that. The guy was healed and he got up and was walking around. And he says, I've never seen faith like this in all of Israel. It's yeah. like, dude, really? I mean, like, yeah. like you talk about pissing off the religious leaders. But it was like, sin. It was absolute sin. Yeah. In 100% absolute sin. He was, Jesus was continually breaking religious and social rules. Like, mm-hmm. Religious rules and rules of um, of Roman society. You just don't do these things. Yeah. Um, another instance here: Jesus heals on the Sabbath. Heals a man who was born blind. Um, the Pharisees. He heals this guy. The Pharisees bring the guy in and they start questioning him about, you know, all it's this stuff story. about. It's such a wonderful. It's really. It's too long to read. It's basically all of chapter nine of John. If you want to look it up and read it. Uh, there's this great instance at the end where the Pharisees are basically telling Jesus that it's unlawful to do these things on the Sabbath. Um, it says Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, the man that he healed. And when he found him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. And Jesus said, you've now seen him. In fact, he's the one speaking with you. In other words, it me. Some it, 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 it me. It me. Uh, then the man said, <laughs> Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, for judgment, I've come into this world so that the blind will see and those who see will become blind. And this is when it gets really good. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, what, are we blind too? And Jesus says, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. It's, oh, it's, it's so good. Jesus oh is going, uh, it you. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> No, man, if you were blind, you'd be in good shape. But you think that you can see, and that's actually worse. Like, it's this super zen-like... There's no modern parallels to that. Oh, my gosh. It's so <laughs> incredible. And he just absolutely lays it on them. Um, and basically, they're like, you're sinning. And he's like, no, actually, you're the sinners. Yeah. I mean, that's sin. That's walking into a conservative, uh, super conservative, fundamentalist Christian church and standing up and going this is all crap and you guys are sinners. Like, you would, I mean, it, is it any wonder that they killed him? No. We, you know, I mean, it, you know, I've heard it said, and probably people who listen heard this said, that if Jesus walked into church today, we'd kill him all over again. Oh, absolutely. We would hate, hate 
what he said. Yeah. I was going to ask that question. You know, what would happen if if Jesus walked into Mark Driscoll's church that opens on Easter Sunday? <laughs> the 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 new Mark Driscoll. Well, church. we could make he, the Trinity. He, he wouldn't church. be caught anywhere anywhere dead near that church. <laughs> that we could say that, but uh, um, no. But I mean, this there's a the modern parallels, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, are are pretty staggering. Things don't change. Okay, when you're talking about religion and politics, those things yeah. never change. They've been the same for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Um, that religion at its best points people toward the divine, and at its worst, it totally gets in the way and keeps people away from it. And Jesus was constantly, in their minds, sinning in order that he could bring people who were far away and go, this is what God is like. Yeah. Um, people who had been run off by religi- by the religious system, lepers, uh, prostitutes. Well, I mean the whole thing, and, and so Jesus literally just decides, I'm just not. I don't care. I don't care about your rules. I don't care about your laws. Love is the only thing that matters, and I'm going to go out and be love. Well, I mean, when he trashes the temple, like, well, I, I mean, yeah, I was oh, gonna you going to get to that? That's fine. Go ahead. I mean, like, you know, when he trashes the temple. People are like, well, it was about the money changers corrupting people. It had nothing to do with money. That was something that took place at that time because there were people coming from all over the Roman world with all these different currencies. They had to change money. Right. Yeah. Now, was there corruption? I'm sure there was. Sure. Anytime money's being changed, yeah, there's corruption. So just just play a devil's advocate. So let's let for for all of our listeners may not know what you're referring to. So yeah. maybe we should give a, a little bit like okay. yeah, when, when we're talking right. we're talking about the Bible, um, we're talking about something that people sometimes have a hard time listening to because there's a lot of things in there oh, that sure. they are misconstrued and there's a lot of damning things in there too. Oh, sure. So so I think we need to be forthright in saying that um we're using the Bible in a way to reveal something about the, cur- the, the, the state of the current church. Well, oh, what sure. we do, w- the way we read the Bible is we filter everything, Old Testament and New, through the lens of Christ. Yeah. So, You brought it, that book into this house? you got to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, basically, that's, you know, everybody reads the Bible, if you read the Bible, reads it through a set of lenses, a set of glasses. Mm-hmm. Um if you're going to call yourself a Christian, you really should be reading that through the lens of Jesus. So sure. you filter everything through the forgiving and graceful work of the cross and his resurrection. You filter everything through that. And I mean, that's actually essentially what, uh, you know, people are like, well, you know, you're just reinterpreting it. Yes, of course we're reinterpreting the Bible through that lens. I mean, read the book of, read the book of Hebrews. Read the book, the entire book of Hebrews in the new Testament is them just reinterpreting the entire history of Israel through the lens of Jesus. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, so it's not a new concept to look at new and, and explore new understandings of a very ancient script. Hmm. Um, it's how you grow. It's how you grow. And I mean, if you're not if you're not doing things like that, you're not going to grow. But kind of getting back to yeah, sorry for well, well, so okay. no, 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 that was a good that, that was a good cap. I just wanted I, to say that that um, some of our listeners may have problems with the Bible. Oh, sure, and, and, totally and, and they should. Absolutely. And, and, and there are things and, I have problems with. Yeah, yes, and, I, and that's what I wanted to say is that we fine. have problems with the Bible sure. as well. And if you, if you if you don't have a problem with the Bible, then well, here's a, here's a, wrong. this is a little bit of a tangent, but here's a good instance. I've had good conversations with um, people who consider themselves atheists or whatever and the, one of the questions they almost always come back to is what do you do with all the wars in the Old Testament like, I filter them through Jesus what do you mean I don't think that God ordained those to happen Yeah. 
like just because somebody wrote it down was like God wanted us to go to battle and He slaughtered our enemies for us doesn't mean it's true. Well, maybe, maybe we need to dedicate an entire podcast to that. Yeah, we yeah. Have what is how the you, how you even read it? We may do a series. Hi, actually. That's highly be... recommend uh, Rob Bell's uh, po- um, uh, blog that he did about the Bible. He did like a uh, seventy what is the Bible? Yeah. seventy series, or I don't even yeah. know how many um, series. I might, on I might try put, I've got all this downloaded. I might try to put that in a zip file, and we might upload that. Yeah. I'll see if I can do that. It's, uh, or I'll it's, make Michael do that. It's super. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, buddy. It's super incredible. Um, yeah. It, it it wrestles with the Bible in ways that that we um, can't even begin to explain. Uh, it's like it's a it's super super inclusive. And if you're wrestling with the Bible and you're struggling with it, that's good. It yeah. Is good. That's a good. Thing. You should be. Yeah. 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 Don't take it for granted. So anyway, yeah. what I was saying. Back to what I was saying about. Back to back to Matt. Back to Matt. About what you know about. Flipping over those tables, it had li- it had very little to do with them being corrupt and changing money and whatever. It had to do with keeping people from God, because where they were setting up in the temple courts, they were keeping everyday ordinary people away from God. Well, if you were anybody but like a high ranking, you, you couldn't get even get close. You couldn't even get close. There were there were certain. Oh, courts. I'm sorry, if you're a high ranking Jewish male. Yeah, there were certain there were certain <laughs> so, courts, and each one. You know, there was the court of court of Gentiles. The, the world, there was a high priest in the, yeah. could enter in the holy holies once a year. Then there was like a court outside of that, that just only for just for priests. Then there was a court of like men. I think there was a court for women. And there was a court for they've Gentiles. actually so like they've actually unearthed around the temple. The archaeologists have unearthed there was a tablet that had the inscription: Gentiles, basically Gentiles, are not allowed to enter here. Yeah. So they they were keeping people from the living God, and that is what pissed Jesus off to know. Well, he says, you know, the verse that everybody always says in the Gospels, it, it just writes down the one part of the verse from the, one of the prophets where it says, I think it was in Jeremiah, he says, uh, my house should be called a house of prayer, and you've made it a den of robbers. Well, that's only part of the actual quote. The actual, the whole quote in Jeremiah is, my house should be called a house of prayer for all nations. Yeah. And you've turned it into a den of robbers. In other words, you're robbing people of God yeah. uh, by not allowing them to even get near to worship um, and to be a part of the community. So, yeah, that was actually the instance I was going to end with. That's kind of the most famous, yeah. I would call, religious disobedience of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so I guess so. this, this doesn't end as a two-hour-long podcast. <laughs> the reason I was thinking about this is because you know, when we started a church here in town, we kind of always talked about we kind of wanted to be the the guys that the were the turning turners over, turning the tables over in the temple. Um, and I still kind of want to be that in yeah. in whatever way we can. And we want your help in that. Yeah. If you're in a church setting, and there are groups of people that are talked about, whether it's I don't know Muslims or the LGBT community or whatever women depending on what situation you're in yeah, that are being actively told that you can't be a part of this um, because of who you are or that you have a limited role or that you can only do certain things or flip the tables yeah turn them over yeah like that is unjust Jesus was continually taking the the marginalized people and taking their side and looking at the religious leaders and saying you are keeping them away from the divine you're keeping them away from the yeah. divine, and it should be the opposite. You should be ushering them toward the kingdom yeah. and toward God. Um, if you are in a situation and that is happening, turn the tables over. If that means that you have to leave and you have to sit down with the pastor and tell them that it, in a loving manner that 
what he is saying and what he is doing is wrong, then do it. Yeah, have and, the courage. And I to think do that's it. important to realize that there are time. Like you can, you can do those things, and you can be a complete a hole. Oh about. sure, yeah. And that's not the way to do it. No, Jesus was angry and say, "Look, at these times." But it was always in love and always. It was a divine anger. It yes, was, it was. It was an it was an anger towards injustice and towards inequality, and and again, there. And this may be another podcast at some point too. That there are some churches, some people who will not be ready to hear what you have to say, right? And that's fine. That's understandable, uh, and you have to understand that too. Um, but like Brad said, if you're in a place where it's not like none of those things are acceptable, it's probably time to leave. Um, yeah, don't be surprised if you stand up for these things and stand up for certain people and you get crucified for it. Yeah, they. Yeah. <laughs> it's there, kind of the way of Jesus. There's a reason they hung Jesus on yeah. two pieces of wood. I mean, so we're encouraging you to sin like Jesus, um, and his sin was always in love. It was always uh, with a bend towards justice for people that could not get justice. Um, and part of that is, and part of the things involved in that is hanging out with the wrong people. Yeah, which ironically ends up being the right people. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So don't be surprised that if you do this, that you get crucified. But we want to be a part of your community. Hopefully of not crucified. literally. If it comes down to literally <laughs> crucified, right? Call nine one one. Right, right, yeah. Um, if, if you start doing this and they ask you to be Jesus for the passion play, you probably <laughs> probably want to turn that down. Yeah, probably want to turn that down. Um, but why, why we encourage railroad spikes. We want to uh, encourage the realism. We want to encourage, uh, I guess, what we would call religious disobedience, but only if it's done in the right manner. Only if it's done in love. Only if it's done because yes. you care about people that are being hurt. Yeah. And we not because it. you want to just have people look at you. Not because you want to be seen. Not because you sure. um, have a martyr complex. But simply because. Uh, you care enough about a group of people that's being marginalized to stand up for them and with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Michael. What you guys are saying isn't, um, it's not easy. No. It's not safe. Oh, no, no. And so we, you know, definitely take some time to really think about. You'll spend nights in tears. I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's very frustrating. It is. Very frustrating. Spend some time, kind of working through this, and you know, maybe maybe sticking through it is the is the best option. You know, um, maybe fighting that good fight is the best, and be that constant, you know, burr in the saddle. Um, maybe that's the best option for you. We don't know your personal situations, sure. um, but don't be silenced. So don't, some of the best questions you can ask are, "What if?" Yeah. What about this? Run stuff. This? Run stuff by us. Hey, what if I did this? Send us a private message if you don't. We, feel we've like we've been down this road for a yeah. while, so and we've we've we're professional <laughs> handled a fa- we've handled a fair share of our, uh, crap too. We're yeah. professional table flippers. Um, there's a there's a way to do it, and depending on your situation, there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. So we encourage you to do that in the correct way. Yeah, and absolutely. To do it in love. Um, so yeah, man, we want to hear your feedback on that. We want to hear. Even like I said, even if you don't feel like you want to post that on Facebook or Twitter, send us a direct message or a fi- or a, on Messenger or something. On, yeah, on Facebook Messenger is the best way to get yeah. hold of a yeah. hold of us. Um, and we'll definitely get back to you and let you know what we think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I got accused. <laughs> I remember one time. This is a good example. Um, I was working in a church as a youth pastor, and we had a leadership retreat. Uh, of which there were no women there. Um, and <laughs> so, there you go. So 
And it was a it was a good church of good people. Let me just say that it really was. I mean that not all churches are hundred percent evil. Not all. I mean that. I mean that a hundred percent sincerely. Good church, good people. I still have friends there. Um, <clears throat> but I remember we were talking about we spent I don't know how many three hours, four hours, um, talking about a, a mission statement. <laughs> and we lived in a I lived in a very it was a very poor community, one of the poorest in Indiana, one of the poorest counties in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And, and like we never really talked. We weren't talking about, if we were talking about how should we word things to bring people in the door. And I was sitting there the whole time just, I, I just felt like it was a mix of anger and like this almost desperation of like, when are we going to talk about something that matters? And because we were talking about how can we, help our community really help not just get people in the doors but really help and I finally just got fed up with it and I, I raised my hand I was like uh, what's the point of all this <laughs> and so there was like a lot of grumbling and I had some people that sort of agreed with me well then later that week the pastor was like I was really unhappy I felt like he torpedoed the meeting I was like well that wasn't my intention I guess but it kind of needed to be torpedoed um <laughs> Because we weren't talking about anything we're that professional torpedo. I mean, we were talking about we were talking about words that meant nothing. That nobody's nobody going to pay about. attention to it. Nobody's going to care you about our mission you can't statement. Eat words. You can't. No, I mean, and, you know, people are like trying to figure out how they're going to get a backpack for their kid, and we're talking about a mission statement. Um, so, you know, that was that was one. instance. another instance in that uh, same same job was once again we were in we were renting a building in the one of the poorer areas of town and which is saying something which is saying something and um we were discussing in leadership about uh how could we raise the money to buy a building and why we needed to buy our own building and i for the so for the next meeting i had a one and a half page single space thing typed up of all the like numbered and line bullet points of all the reasons that it was a crappy idea to buy a building because we weren't reaching the community as it was. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of friends. <laughs> so, but I will say there's, there's a reason here's the none thing. of us are in here's, here's why, here's why I bring that up. I bring that up because it's lonely. Yeah. It can yeah. be very lonely. Um, there's a reason that Jesus was constantly sort of going up on the mountainside to sort of reconnect and recenter, and he was going by himself. Jesus spent a lot of his time alone. Um, he died, basically died alone. Yeah. His friends rejected him. All he, of his closest he, followers. He died alone, except he was surrounded by the women. Those are the only, only all of his clo- a lot. Most of his around. closest followers bailed. They're like, oh, screw it. I mean, one of his best friends sold him out. Um, so understand that it won't be easy. And so we are interested in whatever way we can, whether you live near us and we know you or you live in Maryland, because apparently we have a big <laughs> fair following in Maryland. Maryland. Following, Love yeah. you, Maryland. You I'm still Maryland. Have to, still <laughs> waiting on those soft-shelled crabs, guys. Um, <laughs> One of these days FedEx is going to show up. Oh, send the crabs. And I'm going to lose it. So anyway... Um, whether regardless of where you live, this is one of the amazing things about social media that we can in some way be a part of a community for you that can listen. And if you start doing things like this and raising important questions that need to be raised and concerns that need to be raised, uh, you may find yourself lonely and you may find yourself mm-hmm. frustrated and angry. Send us a message and we'll be we've gone through it and yeah. still do to some respect yeah. in some respect. 
Um, there's a reason none of us are in churches right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not, that, and, it's not and it's not bitterness. It's no. not anger. It's just really trying to figure out sort of where we fit in, if we fit in anywhere, that kind of thing. Um, or we'll just surround you podcast. But the time. please, please send us feedback on this. If you send us, like I said, even messages and say I've I've tried this, I spoke up, and this happened. Uh, you know, whether it's just questions or whether you want to rant or whether you think that we're dangerous and you want to. You want to crucify us, whatever it might be. I don't care. You can't say anything we haven't heard. Yeah. So, so yeah. we just want to hear your feedback. So yeah. I'll yeah. Seriously, we want we want to send make that sense of community. We want you to know that you're not alone. Yeah. So, uh, and a lot of you guys have. So we're gonna, what's Rob Bell say? There's there's hundreds, thousands of us. Yes. There's literally dozens. There's literally dozens. <laughs> there of are us. dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> That's an Arrested Development reference. If, you're, you if you're not watching that show, you need to You've be watching never that seen show. It. You need to. That do last that. season's crap. Mm, yeah, yeah, the newest one. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. It's not great. Yeah, it's terrible. All right, anyway. so we're they're going to transition into feedback. Um, first of all, let's get kick this off by saying uh, Brad is a liar. And I am not. Okay. Grapefruit San Pellegrino does exist. I took a picture <sighs> of it the other day in a store. I posted it on social media. Everybody knows. What store did you take that in? It was in Columbus, Indiana. In a Starbucks. In a Starbucks. Was that a recent shipment? Or was that I ones that they've ask. had in their stock? I, I no, 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 no. This. I've seen those in Starbucks. I'm in Starbucks all over the state. Listen to me. Catch these hands. You're gonna yeah, you're going to catch these hands. So <laughs> here's the thing. It is not at the grocery store where I used to buy it. It's not at the other grocery store okay. in Bloomington where I used to buy if it. This- huh, I'm not done talking. <laughs> you shut your face. I, I am going to defend my honor. Okay, so... Brad's indignation is fantastic. No, it just pisses me off. It's my favorite flavor ever. And I am being (laughs) slandered on Twitter. Okay? So people are saying they don't make it anymore. No, I found it. Is it a recent shipment? Nobody's been able to answer that. (laughs) No, nobody's been able to answer that. Or is that set on a shelf somewhere for months? Okay. So so you can buy it on Amazon. It wasn't only me. It is on Amazon. It wasn't only me. There was a, there was at least one listener who who refuted you and, and showed a link to the actual website. Yeah, but well, once again, was that a? I didn't get on. It's still on the website. You think it uh-huh. was discontinued to take it off the website? I don't know about San Pellegrino and how they run their operation, but usually when it's not in stock, they take they get rid of it. I did see it in a, in the back room of another store. An entire case. Apparently, you buy it at Staples. Staples. Yeah, where ten bucks for a twelve pack. All right, that's not bad. That's so, really not bad. Staples. Hey, why you order that? Grapefruit huh? San Go ahead and order me some of that. No, you can order it yourself. I'm not ordering you grapefruit San Pellegrino. You if if you would like to send Brad um, grapefruit <laughs> Yes, please send that. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Yes, send us a message and I'll give you my address. You can send that with the soft-shelled crabs. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just send us so he'll shut up. And, and we'll, we'll drink it on air, too. Um it is okay. good. I'll give him that. So it more feedback. Good. We're going to keep going. Right? We're going to move past the grapefruit San Pellegrino. <laughs> I am I am right about this. Brad, like, it, it's it exists. <laughs> All of you, shut up. Okay. Uh, the next one is a five star review. So uh, again, uh, we definitely want to encourage you to uh, rank us on iTunes. It's Thank the best you for that way. review. Mm-hmm. It's the best way to um, to get our name out there, and, and it, the more ratings and reviews we get, the better. Uh, the reviews, the actual written reviews that you can do. Um, are even better than just the the five stars. So uh, this one, there was um, one that said you guys are a POS. I don't know what that means. What does POS mean? Uh, totally point of did. sale. Point of sale. <laughs> um, nice. So it's it's ty- entitled uh, "Keep It Up" by God Loves Tattoos. It says thoroughly enjoyed the first episode. I will be a repeat listener. Keep up the good work. So nice. thank awesome. you thank for you your five that. star yeah, awesome. review. Appreciate God that. loves tattoos. 
Um, another thing we had is um, Jimmy Maxwell. Um, Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. We love Jimmy. Um, wrote us about um, the things that he holds sacred. Sacred and based on was, last week's. Based on last week's yeah. episode. So this yeah. is this is the feedback section. That's what we're talking about. Feedback. I know. I'm just saying. Um, and just, just said the work that he the, the work that he does with his uh, dog is is sacred to him and their interactions and the partnerships in the field. What is exactly he, uh, the, dog. the dog is trained? It's actually a, he's trained as a cadaver dog that can oh. find bodies and that kind of thing. It's pretty interesting. Nice. Went through giant chocolate lab. Went beautiful, through like years of training. Years of training. It's a beautiful dog. His so, dog's name is Lambo. Yes, he's, he's a giant Packers giant fan. Giant Packers fan. Not the dog. We assume the dog doesn't have any idea what's going on. Jimmy's a giant <laughs> The dog doesn't have any affiliation. The dog just licks himself during the game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As does Jimmy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, now, now Jimmy leaves the podcast. <laughs> Jimmy will enjoy We that. just lost our number one fan. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, and then Jettison Inc. wrote uh, to us just a little bit ago. It said, um, this is on Twitter, uh, your intro music is killer, almost sexy. I, it certainly it is. Certainly I was sex. asking questions before you even started talking. Just the way I like it. So, thank you. <laughs> thank I you. I feel Je- a bit uncomfortable. Oh, with that, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Jettison Inc. Uh, huge shout out again to uh, Scott Drickle, who oh, man, he killed uh, it, yeah. wrote and recorded that music for us. Killed it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then another thing, too, uh, Jason Baker shared our information on Facebook, shared the link, and talked about well, like our social story. security numbers and stuff. Um, I don't even want to speak. Do whatever you need to do. It's fine. <laughs> so there's definitely a reason why I I brought up each one of these things. Um, you know, sharing your story, the connection with Jimmy, the uh, the five star review, and then uh, Jason sharing the stuff on Facebook. Uh, people who are wanting to get more involved, we really really appreciate it. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for putting the word out there. Like, um, we were just thinking um, a little bit ago, just like how in order for us to to grow that our following, it's got to get outside of our sphere of influence because we only know collectively like right. thirty people combined, and, and only like about half of them. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yes. We were we were planning on we were thinking a good download to be about twenty downloads per episode. Yeah, for sure. And, and we've, we've yeah. way exceeded that. Yeah, so. we're literally there's literally dozens of you now. So <laughs> thank we have you. like three hundred eighty downloads of our three episodes. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, that's so, craziness. Um, stuff. So thank you for that. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, we have some other feedback too, and it's getting to a place where like I can't share all of them, so um, we'll save these in case nobody gives us feedback for that. <laughs> yeah. So we had feedback this week. It's <laughs> six months old. Yeah. Oh gosh. So um, thank you so much. So um, in conclusion, uh, again, rate us on iTunes. Um, now we need to create a hashtag. Huh. Ooh. Anybody? I have one loose one. Horse suit. Horse suit. That's not a bad one. Horse in tweed. Horse, horse in tweed. tweed. Tweed horse. Mine was... Tweed horse. Tweed horse. Tweed horse. Okay, I'm not even going to tell you what mine was. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Mine was hashtag torpedo the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's good, too. I'm, I'm here with tweed horse. Okay, tweed horse. Tweed horse. Tweed horse. Dude, we, we got a couple feedbacks from the... Cherry flavored blood clots. And the, and the, the best part is it had nothing. It had to do nothing with to do with the tweet. It was like this beautiful tweet from a couple people. Yeah, yeah. it's a so hashtag good. cherry flavored blood clots. It's this like, is 
Like, this is a song that really touched me. I think it was uh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, um, Chris It Fresh. was a good song, by the way. He awesome had a really song. awesome song by... Uh, Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges. It was awesome. I yeah. was yeah. Hashtag Leon. cherry flavored blood pods. Yeah. So really good. touching message. Really, really, like, could not... <laughs> like, we really appreciate that so much. Like, I, you have no idea how I, great that is. I was so touched, and then I just... I literally laughed when yeah, I saw Yeah, yeah, um, So, Tweed Horse. Hashtag Tweed Horse. Hashtag Tweed Horse. <laughs> T-W-E-E-D Horse. Tweed. H-O-R-S-E. Yes, thank you, in case you didn't know how to spell horse. <laughs> we want to encourage you to follow us on social media at, at uh, Twitter, at PastoredsPodcast.com. Or, no, what? Just at PastoredsPodcast. That's no, not dot com. Yeah, yeah. And then at Facebook.com slash podcast. Um, get involved. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, let us know. If you have questions about the Bible, maybe you just have issues sure. with the Bible, uh, shoot we us We will that. take you up on these questions yeah. and use them yeah. as subjects for a podcast. Yeah, so for really, We really appreciate that. We all work full-time jobs. Sometimes it's hard to come up with content, so your help would be appreciated. Yeah, so we have we have a, a list that we haven't added to since we first started recording this. Yeah. So um, we're slowly dwindling that list down, so we're going to run out of topics so, in about yeah. three so weeks. So send us some topics. Um and then, again, a huge thanks to Scott Drickle. Um, and then, yeah, that's about it. We're going to fire some, somebody or no, something. Something. Something into the sun. So uh, let me. Are we going to preface it or are we just going to say No, we're just no. going to fire something into the sun. <laughs> no belch this week. No, thank Sorry, you. Sorry, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. Eight, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one. Daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs>